Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, gorgeous ones. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm Evie. I'm your life and business coach, and I'm so excited to be back with another juicy episode. And today's episode, today's podcast is all about how to hire a team and when to hire a team and all of the juicy questions within that topic. And this has been a muchly requested podcast episode from a few of, yeah, a few of you in my community who are building beautiful heart-led, soul-led businesses themselves and are either considering hiring someone or what to even know what that even could look look like for them in some time to come in their business and yeah just kind of want to know the ins and outs of it I think it's one of those topics that perhaps business owners don't talk about enough online or or don't really share a whole lot about but I'm really of the school of thought is that we can learn so much from other people's experiences with this and knowing that you know this is not uh, exactly how to kind of podcast episode because it's going to look really different from every single business, every single business owner, every single type of person that you hire within your team, right? So please know this is never going to be a conversation about one size fits all, but I did want to share a couple of key things that I suggest that you consider when you're considering hiring someone in your team hiring someone to to join your team rather into your business and just kind of a few a few of the things that maybe you want to keep in mind when you're making some of these decisions for yourself and this could also be an episode that acts as like an inspiration for you knowing that maybe right now in the stage of business that you're at this is not feasible or it's not a priority or not necessary but it could be later down the track and so I encourage you to save this episode if that is you absolutely take what you need from it today use this as inspiration and then come back to this in the future when you know when you're closer to that that time in your business when you're about to invest and get some more support and team on board and the only other thing I would add on that before we dive in is just that it might be closer than you think I think sometimes people have this idea that oh I have to be earning like the big bucks before I have another team member or I yeah my business has to look a certain way to have team or for it to make sense that I have a team member but I just want to call BS on that and often I think we need to be hiring sooner rather than later and it might be sooner than you think in your own business so just prefacing that conversation no one size fits all this conversation is going to be very different for every single business and every single business owner Um, And I would really encourage you to have a conversation with your own coach around this. If you're 
in this phase of your business, if you're about to hire someone or are looking and are interested and know that that's your next up level, then definitely talk this through with them and get the support that you need so that it's a really beautiful experience for you and so that it's really supportive, really aligned and ultimately is going to support you and the growth of your business moving forward, right? Because that's that's the key thing in all of this conversation. Um, so I hope this is helpful. So let's dive into today's conversation. And yeah. Okay, so where do we start? Gosh, there's so much to cover today. So I think the biggest question is like, when do I hire? I think the biggest question is when, that's like the million dollar question, right? Of like, but when do I hire and how do you know when you're ready to hire? And again, it's going to look so different for every single individual and every single business. So most likely it's going to depend on what's your financial income coming through in your business. So how big is your business? What's your financial income coming in? What's yeah, what's your profit essentially? And then also thinking about what is your capacity at the moment as well? What season of life and business are you in? How much time do you have? Those sorts of questions is going to be really key when you're thinking about when to hire. And this is what I mean by you might be sooner than you think because Again, when we have this conversation, we're balancing two very different things here is like the income, the the revenue essentially that you're making in your business and also your capacity. And we know that, you know, this is never going to be an equal thing all of the time and it's going to, you know, morph and change depending on different seasons of the year and your life and your business growth, etc. So it's never going to be like, when you are making X amount of money, this is when you should invest or hire your first team member. Or it should be when you have X amount of time, this is when you should hire your person, right? Because there's so many variables and factors here. Like how much time do you have? Do you have another job or another another business that you run on the side? Do you have children that you look after? And how old are those children? What is their capacity like? Do you have support? Do you have... Um, a loving partner that can be really supportive around the home have you got a cleaner or you know other people supporting you in other areas of your life so that you have a little bit more time for your business those are the kind of things that you know could be playing into this conversation for you or considerations for you the other thing is you know how much am I making in my business right now what is my revenue looking like right now what's it been like for the last few months what is it projected to be like for the next little while and those sorts of things so it's really looking at your business from a strategic point of view about what are your goals where are you growing this to what's the income going to be like how much consistency do you have in your business at the moment those those sorts of questions right so Maybe there's two two things to consider here is how much revenue and also what's your capacity like? And then thirdly, what would your goal be? Because if you're wanting to grow and expand or call in more people or create another offer or another arm of your business, but you're currently at max capacity with one-to-one coaching clients, for example, let's just say, then maybe you do need to have someone in the back end of your business supporting you there so that you can bring in another arm of your business. So it's really looking at this from lots of different angles and really being really honest with yourself 
And like I said at the start, it would be really good to have this type of conversation with your coach. So if you're working with a business coach, which I highly recommend that you are, then have this conversation with them because they're going to know the ins and outs of you, your personal life, you know, where you're at in your life and your business, but also like what's your goals for the next uh, up level of your business, where are you moving to, and what does that look like in terms of support for you so, you, so that you can continue to grow. So the next thing that you might want to ask yourself, the next big question to consider here, is why are you wanting to hire a team member or to outsource something in your business? What is your why behind it? So again, this is going to feed into from the other question earlier, like what's essentially your quote unquote problem in your business right now? Is it that you don't have enough time? Is it that you're capped and you can't take any more clients? Is it that you have, um, perhaps you've got systems and backends tech stuff that is not really working that well, it's a bit clunky, you want to upgrade them, you want support there. Um, maybe your problem is the consistency piece or yeah, whatever it might be. Maybe you've got a new project coming on board or a new thing that you're bringing out, a new offer, a new thing. Then, you know, what is the problems around that, so to speak? And I say quote unquote problems because they're not really problems, right? But it's just working out why do you need the support in your business? What is the motive behind it? And most likely, for most of us, the reason why you're going to be hiring is so that you can continue to grow and expand your business. Or it could be that it, it's because that it gives you the lifestyle that you really want alongside your business growth, which is a kind of a similar question, but slightly different angle to it, right? Is maybe that I want to grow and scale to the next level, but I know that in doing so, I'm going to need someone to support me here so that I'm not working more hours, you know, working really strategically here, you know, making more, but working less kind of, kind of conversation, which is always really exciting in business, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, what is your motive behind it? Why do you need the support? What is that going to look like for you? What is your quote unquote problem that you're trying to solve with bringing on a team member or outsourcing something in your business? And I think that leads really nicely on to the third consideration, the third question for yourself is what kind of support do you need? What kind of team member or support do you need in your business? What things are you wanting to outsource? And again, this can look so different for so many people depending on question number two answer. So what is your main problem in your business? So for example, if you were needing support in the back end of your business, maybe it's client onboarding, maybe it's tech automation, maybe it's like scheduling all your content that's going out or support around that, then that's going to lend really well to a virtual assistant, for example, a VA. Maybe you... Maybe it's not even like outsourcing a specific business person, like maybe it's getting a cleaner for your house so that you can have more time off in the weekend and feel way more recharged and, you know, less of the other admin stuff that you need to do in your life that gives you more, yeah, more of that lifestyle that you're really wanting that also supports you to thrive in your business. 
perhaps you might want to outsource some of your podcast producing, for example. So maybe you want your podcast to be edited each week and you want your show notes to be written and scheduled to the hosting sites and all of the back end stuff of your podcast. So that could be something that is maybe really time consuming for you and your business or it's not your zone of genius, not something that you want to be doing. And so maybe that's a really supportive person to have or, to, or something to outsource. You know, other things that you might consider outsourcing or hiring support in your business for is obviously the virtual assistant thing is way more than just what I've shared here, but that can be like scheduling, it can be emails, it can be creating graphics and workbooks, it can be uh, email management, it could be onboarding clients, it could be so many different things in your business but generally speaking it's more of their back-end stuff more of the admin roles and order the automations or setting up integrations or setting up platforms for you um, maybe you've got a course platform and they maybe would support you to run that or support you run your Facebook group or something like that so virtual assistants can do a whole raft of things I'm sure if you did a quick google search um, you could definitely find out the answer here or definitely have a chat with me or a virtual assistant themselves as well about what they could specifically help you with and I guess the other thing just on the same topic is that every individual virtual assistant is going to have different strengths, different experience, different backgrounds, etc. And so that would be a really good conversation and question to ask them before you consider hiring them, because ultimately you want that to align really well with what are the gaps that you need support with in your business. Maybe you need someone like a bookkeeper, for example, to help you with your invoicing and um, paying payments and, and tracking invoices and all of that kind of thing. Maybe that's someone who would be really supportive for you in your business. It could be even someone like a social media management or someone that helps you with the content side of your business. And again, the, the options are huge here, right? It could be someone who literally does so much of this for you at an X amount of price, or it could be someone who repurposes some of your content, for example. Um, so it's still your voice, it's still your content, but maybe they're using that on different platforms, for example. So again, it's what is the problem that you have in your business? Where are you at? Get really honest. Why do you need the support? What are the areas that you really need support with? And then that's going to marry up really nicely to what kind of support do you need in your business? So I think general rule of thumb, if you're early stages of an online service-based business, online service-based business, coach, creative, consultant, in the earlier stages of your business, you might be, you know, wearing many many hats in your business which I think pretty much all of us do when we start off in our businesses right we're the bookkeeper we do the invoicing we do the content creation we do the social media management we did the podcasting we are obviously the coach the creative or the consultant we're delivering our services we're also the brains the CEO behind our business you know we're we're it we're doing all of the things in our businesses and I actually think that that's a really beautiful place to start and so if you're right here and you're getting annoyed and you're like I just want to outsource because I don't want to do all the things that I don't like doing in my business I hear you I see you I've been there as well I get it but also I think it's actually a really good thing to learn how to do all of the things in your businesses 
learn how to really service your your business, your clients, etc. Know how to use all the back-end systems so that when you bring on a team member at some point, when you outsource some of these things, you're coming from a place of knowing. You've already set up you know, how you like things to run in your business. You've, you already know what works, what doesn't work, um, those sorts of things. You've made all those, those decisions that are really aligned to you and you know how it works so that then when someone else comes in, you can then hand over that task or be telling them specifically about what you like and how you like it done and making sure it's still on brand and still authentic aligned to you, etc. And those are the things that are really, really crucial when you're bringing on another team member or outsourcing is that they're essentially working for you and you're still the CEO of your business and you still want all of this to be really aligned. You want it to still be really authentic and streamlined and essentially still supporting you, the human that you are and the CEO of your business. So start there. I get it. I hear you. And know that it's, you know, the, the season of business that you're in right now, if you're everything and doing all of the work, then know that that's not the forever game, right? It's just the season that you're in right now. And it's a beautiful season and it's a big expansive season. But know that if you continue to grow and scale your business, which I'm sure you will be, then it's not going to be that way forever. Okay, so for the second half of this podcast, I kind of wanted to talk more specifically to the mindset piece around this and also just share a few of my own experiences here with hope that it's really supportive uh, for you all. So the first one is, I would say, choose really wisely when you're hiring someone or when you're outsourcing something. And I also want to say another point here is hire before you know shit's hit the shit has hit the fan before you're like in desperate need of someone to support you in your business and the reason why I say that is because if you hire before shit has hit the fan one it's obviously preventing that two we don't want you to be burnt out and we don't want to run yourself into the ground and then you know the lifeline is someone coming into your business But also it's going to be, you know, one, you're going to be making a much better decision for yourself coming from a place of overflow as as opposed to a place of lack, like desperate need someone help me now kind of conversation versus I'm ready to expand and up level and this is the person that I want to call in to support me with that. So you're going to make a much better decision, right? Just generally speaking here, this, I guess it's a, yeah, that is a generalization, but most people will make a better decision from a place of love and abundance and, uh, you know, expansion as opposed to a place of lack of like desperate need someone. And the other thing is, is that you're going to be able to onboard them like much, much better, you know, it's going to be a much smoother process because you won't have reached that point of burnout or you won't have reached that point of like a desperado. I need someone to help me right now and just dump a whole lot of work on someone. It just means that your onboarding process will be yeah, far more in depth. You'll have a lot more time with that person to really teach them the ins and outs of your business and work out beautiful ways that you can support each other through that process. 
So I think it's going to make it a whole lot easier and smoother for yourself if you can hire, you know, just a little bit before that you really need them sooner rather than later in your business, knowing that also that's going to help you catapult forward instead of coming from that place of I desperately need someone now I can't keep going the way I'm going. Help, help, help kind of kind of scenario. And that can be stretchy in and of itself, right, is to hire before you desperately need them, is to trust, right? But I think that's, this is a big part of the conversation. And I just think another up level for you as a CEO as well, is deeply trusting in yourself. And it's kind of that conversation of what comes first, the chicken or the egg, you know, do you hire someone and outsource something to free up some more time to then call in some more clients or call in some more revenue or have the brain space and the creativity space to create that new offer or that new program or whatever it might be that then is going gonna, is gonna to generate more income, for example, Or, you know, it's that kind of conversation of what comes first. Is it that or is it, you know, the clients and the money first? And I think I shared this on one of my older podcasts when I talked about when you know it's ready to leave your full-time job because it's a similar type of thing. It's a conversation of what comes first. Do I have, you know, the the full list of clients and, and, um, you know, am I working full at full capacity in my business And then I leave my job or do I leave my job to allow more space to then bring in those new clients kind of thing. So I I encourage you to really ponder that, that, uh, that conversation, that decision for yourself and thinking more on the signs of, you know, deep trust and abundance and love of if I was to outsource now, which you know, you can check with your business coach at the time as well. Does this make sense for me? And am I making a, you know, are they going to catch you instead of, you know, of making a silly decision here? For example, if you're not making any money in your business, then it might not make sense to hire, for example. Um, but, you know, they can catch you there. They can help you there. So considering, yeah, considering hiring before you're ready, sooner than you think probably, and, really choosing that person wisely. So I have had the experience of hiring someone um, or an incorrect hire, basically. And this wasn't based on skill set or any of that kind of practical stuff. It just wasn't really the right fit for me personally and the stage that I was at in my business and the type of person that really aligned to me and suited me. And so zero judgment I think I learned so much from that season and those experiences there but and sometimes it is a case of you know it is a tricky thing and it is is a matter of finding that right person and so sometimes this can take a little bit of time to find your right person so that's you know another factor to consider here is probably sooner rather than later conversation again Um, And sometimes it's a little bit of trial and error and knowing that, you know, there's so much growth and so many lessons in that as well. So that's something to consider, but really trying to get to know the person who you're potentially hiring really well, first and foremost, I think is, yeah, is key here, right? Um, Also, the other thing I was going to share here is remember that you're hiring someone who is going to have different skills from you. 
you don't want to be hiring someone who is identical to you. Well, one, they're not going to be identical because we're all beautiful, unique, authentic humans. But you don't want to have someone who's ideally... You don't want to have someone who is has the exact same skill set as you, the exact same strengths and talents and, you know, zones of genius, because then it's not really going to be that supportive, right? The idea of having support in your business is more so that you can stay in your zone of genius and do what you love best and the parts that aren't your forte or aren't your strengths or that you don't love doing in your business that's the stuff that you can outsource or hire someone to support you with right so remember that when when you're thinking about this I think it can be easy to be like oh I just love this person and we're so similar and that would be amazing to work with them and those sorts of things but actually do they have the skills and the strengths that you need support with in your business And so most likely they're going to be slightly different to you. So hiring the different skill sets that you have. And I mean, ultimately from a like a personality point of view um, or like vibe intuition, you've got to really click with them as well. So if you can have some meetings with them, if you can meet up with them, if you can talk to them online lots, maybe have a Zoom chat, etc., then that's going to be really, really supportive for you in those early stages of just working out who that right person is for you. The other real practical thing that you can do here which I would recommend is almost doing a bit of an inventory of your business and a, a bit of a a bit of a like a, a stock take almost of what have you got on your plate, what projects, what offers, what things are you doing in your business? And then on a day-to-day level, looking at your schedule, looking at your calendar, is what do I normally do on a day-to-day basis? And you can almost do like a, I think you call them time and motion studies. Is that what you call them? It reminds me of my physio days back in my employed job of like tracking people's performance and time. But ultimately you want to be looking at what do I actually spend my time doing in my business and my days? One, it's going to be really insightful, actually, because sometimes we spend a whole lot of time doing things that we didn't realize that we do. (laughs) Um, So helpful for you as a business owner to do. But also it's going to give you some clues about what are the things that you really need supportive in um, or with. Like what do I what eats up a lot of my time that I could potentially be outsourcing? Ultimately, you know that you're not going to ever outsource, you know, the main part of your business, your actual service, your bread and butter, right? But what are the other tasks that you find yourself doing on repeat that maybe we could create an automation around or maybe we could outsource that or hire someone else to do in your business? So I think that can be a really nice clue as well about when to hire what things you need support with and therefore finding that aligned person as well. And then the other thing I wanted to share and, you know, the big, the big scary thing, I think, when it comes to hiring is like, how do I give over control or like, how do I give over parts of my baby of my business, you know, knowing that your business is often our babies and that they're so dear to our hearts that this, you know, they're soul led, they're heart led for a reason. And we deeply, deeply care about them. And you know, for, for most of us, this is our, you know, this is our own beautiful creation. And it's been something that we've grown and fostered and loved on for, you know, quite some time now. And so the thought of having someone else do stuff for you in your business can be really daunting. Like I really hear you on that one. I really get it. Um, 
And I think this is just part of the up level in the CEO mindset, right? It's a, it's part of your growth. Maybe this is your edge to lean into. And I think there's a couple of things I would share on this. And, and this is what I have, you know, someone else shared this with me when I was about to hire my first team member. And they shared that, you know, no one is ever going to replace you in your business and no one's ever going to do it quite the same way as you do or quite as good as what you might do it as. And that's that's just a fact of business and that's just a fact of life, right? <laughs> and I think that's true with my own experience hiring and my own business and also uh, through our flower shop business as well is that you are the CEO and the creator, the founder of your business for a reason. And, you know, there's no one that can, you know, no one can replace you in that. And so even though we can outsource and hire a team and have beautiful humans that are supporting us and have a shared vision with us here and, you know, are wonderful, wonderful humans and doing exceptional jobs, they're never going to quite replace you. So just being okay with that and just knowing that that's just a fact, but it doesn't need to stop you from hiring or to, you know, continue growing and expanding your business. And then I think part of this conversation is, you getting okay with that. Maybe there's some journaling that you want to go away and do and process that emotion. Maybe there's a conversation that you can have with your own business coach around this for you specifically about the fears or the wobbles or the doubts that you have. Or maybe it's also a matter of, you know, testing the waters and doing a little bit of it and then getting better at it. You know, like what are some of the tasks that I could offload or I could hand over to my virtual assistant, for example, or maybe the bookkeeping is an easy one for you to think, no, actually, that's not my zone of genius. I don't like it. I'm going to hand it over to a professional and hire someone to do that part time for me or, you know, on a contracted basis or whatever. So maybe start off small and then just know that, you know, the more communication that you have with your team member. I think the better, that's another key part of this conversation that I haven't brought up yet is having a beautiful way that you can communicate your systems, your processes, your standard operating processes, so to speak, uh, the ways that you like things done, how you like working, how they like working. I think more communication is always going to be better than less. And, you know, working it out like like a team. What? How do we want to do this? What's the best way of doing it? Knowing that, yes, you're still the CEO. And so, yes, you st- should still be driving your business. You're making all the strategic decisions. You're driving the business forward. They're not doing that for you. There's no one ever is going to replace you as the CEO, right? You can't outsource that. <laughs> but they can support you. And so you need to bring them on your vision. You need to take them on there with you. So having some conversations, having like a Zoom meeting or an in-person meeting, if you can, early on when you've hired them about what is your vision for your business? What are your, what's your mission? What are your values? What's your why? Like what, what is this business all about for you? Because you want to take them on that journey with you. They want to feel a part of your business. You know, share the wins with your, your team members. Share the celebrations. You know, I've just been launching the Mastermind and I shared that with my own virtual assist- assistant on Voxer and it was just so cool to share that with her because we've both been collectively working towards this goal. And, you know, even though I'm the CEO and this is my business, she's still a huge part of that. And... It's really beautiful to be able to share that with your team. And I think, you know, that's a big, you know, a a beautiful plus um, 
of having team, of having other people support you and do this together. So bring them on that journey with you, over communicate, have clear systems and processes. And that's another conversation for another day, perhaps. But, you know, have a, a project management tool that you use, for example, so that everyone's clear on what their jobs are, what their roles are, what they're doing when. You have a way to communicate specifically about those specific tasks. And it's a, a basically another way of you being way more strategic in your business. I remember when I first hired my first virtual assistant, um, it was the thing that really made me kind of not, I want to say take my business seriously, but I don't mean that I wasn't taking it seriously before because that's a complete lie because I was, but just it, it makes you a lot more strategic. I think it really tidies up any loose ends. It really makes you work ahead, plan ahead more, which again, I think we can often resist as a creative person, as a solopreneur. You know, we love what we do and we want to be in flow and do what feels right and let our intuitions guide us. And I'm a huge believer and supporter of that and love that too. But if you want to grow and scale your business, we also have to be strategic here. We also have to plan. We also have to support you to grow and scale because I think that's the biggest thing, right, is that you will reach a point, you will reach a point in your business when you can't continue to grow without hiring or outsourcing something in your business. Maybe I should have started with that conversation. <laughs> it's so true. You can't continue to grow and scale your business unless you hire a team member at some point or outsource something in your business. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have team member. No way. You don't have to outsource. It could be that you want a business that you run everything, that you're it, that you don't have any team, that you don't outsource anything, but it means that your capacity is limited to you, right? But if you're an ambitious go-getter, if you want to grow and scale, if you want to have more impact, if you want to have a beautiful lifestyle, if you want to have children alongside your business, if you want to do other bits and pieces with your life, whatever that looks like for you, then time is really precious, right? We all know that it's the greatest commodity that we all have here on earth. And so if you can get back some of that time, if you can focus on your zone of genius, if you can, you know, if you want to grow to the next income bracket or the next impact, the next amount of clients that or humans that you, you serve and you support, then you're going to have to have someone to help you because there is, there is a, you know, time is a limited resource and there's only a certain amount of hours and capacity that you have in your day and your life. So yeah, just coming back to that simple truth of like at some point, and it's going to look different for everyone, but at some point, if you're continuing to grow, you will get to a point where you can't grow any further without outsourcing or hiring. And I definitely have experienced this myself. And just the last thing I wanted to share on this, and again, my personal experience is that uh, I hired a virtual assistant, like I said, early on in my business. It wasn't the right fit. I found the right fit and hired the next VA who is such a dream to work with. And I'm so, so grateful that I, yeah, that our paths crossed, that our souls aligned, that she's on, uh, on the team, which is just, yeah, brings me so much joy to say that. And I also am, and I think I shared this with my maternity leave podcast recently. So if you want to go hear more about that and how I planned for an epic mat leave, then go check out that episode. 
But the other person that I hired was more around content um, content management or content creation, and but more specifically repurposing content. And I think for me personally, that was a really key thing for me as, as I didn't want anyone to create content for me in their own words. You know, I would give them a topic and they would talk about it. I really wanted it to be my words and my unique flavor, my authentic magic. And um, that's what's worked really well for me. So that particular person is a gorgeous, gorgeous human who has come on to support me specifically over this mat leave period and potentially beyond as well. We'll see how we go um, and what this next season of life and business looks like for me. But I, I think that's the yeah, that's the combination that's really, really been really uh, supportive for me and working really, really well. Um, and also just to remember, and the key point that I wanted to share here is that in different seasons of your life and in different seasons of your business, it can look really different. So I think the beauty of having an online service-based business like we have, like we all do, uh, or, or product online product business as well, is that we get to choose and change and grow and adapt. Like... I think the beauty of this is having maybe uh, contractors or people that are on like, you know, they do X amount of hours for you in the business each week for a set amount of time. And either it's a project based um, arrangement or it's an ongoing arrangement at X amount of um, hours or money or whatever that looks like. So I think the beauty of that is that you can have someone for maybe just even two hours a week, for example, but it offloads so much of your your load onto them so that it frees up so much time and capacity and maybe that hourly maybe the hours look different or the amount of support the amount of contractors that you have in your business might look really different from different seasons of your life so I just also wanted to share that because it's going to look different depending on yeah where you're at in your business and your life and it can change it can absolutely change. It doesn't always have to stay the same. In fact, it probably won't. Um, it probably won't ever look exactly the same. But you know, when you find the right people that are really aligned and really supportive, and it's like dream combo working really well for the two of you, then oh, that's amazing. It's just it can feel incredibly, incredibly supportive. Um, Anyway, I think that's about it. I feel like I've chewed off your ear around <laughs> hiring and outsourcing and team and all of the considerations. It's a really big topic, as you can hear. There's so many different factors to consider. There is never a one size fits all. And what I would say is, yeah, a couple of the key things is like working out when and what and who you want to hire early on, doing it sooner rather than later choosing really wisely and and taking that process really seriously the mindset piece around like I can't continue to grow and scale if I don't outsource and I don't get team support in here so knowing that you know this is my edge this is my growth knowing that I can absolutely learn to offload to delegate to yeah to outsource some things in my business and that's going to be really really supportive when you find the right person and also knowing that it's an investment. It's an investment that will help you to continue to grow. And yeah, I, I think that's the key thing. Is And also just the, the fact about, remember, hiring someone who's got different skill sets to you as well, knowing that they're going to be, you know, filling in the gaps and the holes essentially for you and your business. Um, so good luck with it. 
Tell me how it goes. Would love to hear your experiences or if you've got specific questions, of course, come over and chat with me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Um, I would love to talk about this with you more. It's a, a huge topic and a huge conversation. So yeah, let me know how this lands for you. I hope that's really supportive though and gives you a whole lot of food for thought. And yeah, can't wait to talk to you about this really soon. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.